Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I'm your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, Zach Radical Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm doing really good today. Uh, I was a bit tired in the start of the morning, but uh, I'm mostly excited for the fact that wrestling is really good everywhere these days. Wrestling is good again. It is ve- well, we're not again. It was I guess. Always wrestling good, is good. Yeah, but the two mo- but the two major U.S. companies are both really good right now. Yeah, WWE is uh, making a fun comeback, eh? Raw was great. Raw was actually fantastic. If you haven't watched it, go out of your way to watch it. Specifically, Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre's segment. Fantastic work. Great job. New Direction's amazing right now as far as I'm concerned, but we'll see if it stays like that. It's amazing what could happen when you just let the wrestlers be the wrestlers, isn't it? There's a lot of things that could have changed isn't it wild? earlier that could have avoided this. But, anywho... Outside of that, um, do what they're good at. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, I know. But um, yeah. Uh, since it's an independent wrestling progress uh, podcast, I won't go too on to it. But yeah, no. WWE is really good right now. If you're like Mikey and you boycotted it like the plague before Vince retired, uh, I'd give it another shot. I recommend it. Uh, If you don't like it, still cool. There's literally, to quote Mikey, a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never wait. No, no, we're not done yet. Yeah, wait a second. Hold on. (laughs) Roll that back. Wait, we're not done yet. Anyway. Why don't we, speaking of uh, independent wrestling, why don't we crack into some? Zach, we have three matches this week coming oh. down the pipeline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and why don't, I believe, I picked the majority of them this week? I think so. Yes, because yeah. I believe I picked Reed and Wentworth versus the House of Spades from a promotion called Local Pro Wrestling. Yep. And I picked Victoria and Skyler from Limitless Wrestling. Zach Batista, what did you bring to the table? All right, I'm going to try something new on you right now. Off to Starboard, I see the match I picked, which is Justin (laughs) Carino versus AJ Radical at 907 Pro Wrestling Academy. I'm in. We should have done that. I literally thought, like, why don't we just say, like, we see it on the... I don't know. What the fuck? Fuck. (laughs) Because I don't know which parts of the boats are which. We'll learn it in time. Yeah. It's a learning process. Anywho, you know, this week, uh, outside keeping of the wrestling... Keeping up with our pirate-themed podcast name that we never tried, ever, never actually keep, kept up with. Ever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, very, very local wrestling this week, outside of Limitless. Yeah, uh, I'm stoked about it, though, because it's a nice way to see some fresh faces, I think. Yeah. 
Alright, uh, we're starting off with the tag match, correct? Yes, why don't we jump right into the tag match. Let's jump into uh, Reed and Wentworth versus the House of Spades uh, from local pro wrestling. Zach, I believe you have the information on all of the tag teams here. Because <sighs> I couldn't find it for the life of me. Oh boy, howdy, did I go on a fucking deep sea dive for these fucking names? <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, fucking YouTube, fucking bad quality videos on their, on Facebook. But I found their names. If I'm glad. for some reason you want to watch this match, because you want to watch some more local wrestling, for the House of Spades, the smaller guy is Bobby Crono. And the larger lad with the dreadlocks is Ray Zion. And for Reed and Wentworth, the bearded guy is Wentworth, the other guy is Reed. Yep. But sounds, like sounds God, right. I was literally I was like this when I saw him, I was like, wait, where's their names? I'm like, where the fuck are their names? And I was like, come on my guy, this can't be hard, right? And I found one guy on an offhand video, and I was like, okay, maybe if I find his thing, and you know what I felt like an idiot for, Mikey? What? At the end of the match, it says their names. Of course it does. Right at the very end when the, you win, it says, winners! House of whatever, yeah, spoilers. House of Spades? Yeah, their names. And then because of something happens after, it shows the other two guys, and I was like, oh my god, I literally could have saved myself like 15 to 20 minutes if I just And I shut, it off, I, sh- I shut it off early because I was kind of in a rush to watch these. Oh my so god. So as soon as like the result happened, I was like, alright. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so There's... good. We both missed we both missed where Oof. they said. Why would you say the people's names at the end of the match? I don't know. Uh I will say, by the way, there is one thing you and I did notice though in this match, and it was a through thread for this entire episode. No commentary. I guess that's what we get for complaining about commentary on verbatim for, like, two of the <laughs> matches last week. Like, we just got no commentary for this entire episode. Yeah, right? The the, the wrestling gods were like, all right, you want to complain about commentary? Guess what? You don't get it. You, you just appreciate, don't get it. Appreciate what you have. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's all like, right. damn, you got me. Yeah, like, literally, like, I was like, I can't even, I was like, yeah, you got, uh, you boomed me. What am I going to say? Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get into the match. Uh. A point of note at the start of this match, uh, what their entrance is, is that you can kind of tell that Reed and Wentworth are kind of on the same page. Not really. Like, Reed wants to do his symbol for, like, when they're taunting to the crowd, and Wentworth wants to do his. And, like, mm-hmm. they're kind of arguing about it, but they, they get over it. While Zion and Chrono are like, yeah, we're a team. We are a team. Solidarity. Great. So, out the gate, starting off, we got Chrono and Wentworth. So, Chrono is the one in the white tights. Yes. For anybody who does watch this match, Chrono is the one in the white tights, and Zion would be the one in the black the black shirt with, like, the gold spade on it, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So, the moment they lock up, it's very evident to me that Chrono is a better wrestler than Wentworth. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he just kind of stuck I... him in a side headlock, and he just didn't get out of it. I really wanted I really wanted to like focus on this match, but every time Wentworth was in the ring, the only thing that was in my head was JG Wentworth. Oh my god. <laughs> Eight seven seven, seven cash, cash down. <laughs> it's just, just stuck in my head and I I feel so bad for it. Don't worry, I got you, Mikey. So even when Wentworth actually counters with the wrist lock, Chrono just does like that cool lucha style like flip out of it. Puts, like, yeah, he, that was cool. And it was hilarious because Wentworth's like was like, What the hell just happened? <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah, Chrono was like, why the hell can't... No, Chrono was escaping the whole... Yeah. Wentworth was like, why the hell can't I keep a hold in? So, Chrono then goes and does... He go. He like locks back up with Chrono. He rakes him across his back. But it just motivates Chrono more. And he shoves him into the corner. And Zion tags himself in. Zion rakes his nails across Chrono's back. 
No, not Cronus back. Across Wentworth's back. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird double team for like the face team, I guess. Yeah. Then they went up to the top rope with Chrono, and he did the same thing, but he did the uh, he did the rake the the uh, raking the nails off the back off the top rope, which in hindsight, yes, for a face team is a bit odd, but you know, I I'll, I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. So. Zion then power slams Wentworth. Then he slams one motherfucker, another motherfucker, hitting Chrono onto him. Then Reed finally gets into the ring to help his partner, and he Perfect just gets offense. power slammed right onto Wentworth. It's literally like I hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker back to back. Yeah, exactly. What any? What's better offense than that? And because uh, my wordplay is on point this episode, this is the straw that broke Wentworth's chest because he walks over to Reed holding it, and he tags him in with me when he's not looking. He's like, "You yeah. get in there and deal with it." <laughs> It's your problem now, not mine. And as they're arguing about this, Reed has not paid attention to the other team because Zion tagged Chrono in. Yep. They then, but the, when they go for a double team here, uh, as Chrono is running the ropes, we, uh, Wentworth yanks him out of the ring and throws him into the ring post. Zion then turns around and sees his boy getting beaten up. So he, go, he bends over the top rope to kind of try to grab at him. Wentworth then grabs his head, so now he's kind of stuck half leaning over, and Reed goes behind him and... Uh, dumps, I believe, Reed... Oh, now I remember this now, yeah. So, Reed jumps over his back and hangs his neck over the top rope, basically. Yeah. It's cool. It was, like yeah. a, it was like a reverse sling blade over the top rope. Yeah, it was like a hot shot or something. I very much liked it. So, uh, it's a new take on a move. Yeah. And then, uh, this, uh... <laughs> and, of course, uh, because now that, now that, um... So then, before throwing Crota into the ring, of course, uh... Sorry, these names have fucked me up this episode so bad. No, you're fine. Uh, Wentworth throws Zion headfirst into the ring post. You know, to get rid of the big man, focus on the smaller guy. Oh, yeah. Always a good strat in these kinds of matches. And this is the part where Reed and Wentworth, 877 Cash, now <laughs> are in control of this match. Uh, Reed, Reed and Wentworth. Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So... Quickly in the ring, Reed viciously throws the uh, Cronin to turnbuckles. Like, he just kind of bounces off of them. And Chrono does briefly stop him uh, and goes to the corner and goes to tag on tag Zion in. And he's not there. And it's kind of funny because you can hear Reed and Wentworth going like, Oh, where's your partner? Oh, he's mm-hmm. not there, dumbass. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah just, that, being, that was, just being general nuisances. Yeah. Uh, and he ends up getting flapjacked uh, chest first onto the top rope for that. Oh, so brutal. Mm-hmm. Reed then tags Wentworth, tags Wentworth in Wentworth, who goes for a huge chop and then does like the fake out where he slaps. Uh, he kind of just slaps Chrono in the tit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> Brutal offense, really. Yeah. And then he, like, as Chrono's, like, leaning over the middle rope, he, he's like, 619! He runs over to do the 619, stops short, kicks the middle rope into his throat. That was that was pretty funny, though. Mm-hmm. It's at this point that, uh... <laughs> it was. Uh, it's at this point that, uh, Zion's now back on the apron. Reed sees this, runs over, yanks him off, stops Chrono from tagging himself in. They continue their double team here. A suplex and a throat thrust combination, after which Reed is tagged in. He then mm-hmm. knee drops Chrono across the face, tries to keep pitting him over and over again, gets like five two counts. He gets yeah. so mad, he throws a Chrono tantrum. Chrono just would not stay down. Would not. Throws a tantrum. Slam, 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 slam. No! It shouldn't be two. It should be three. Starts yelling at the ref, you know. Takes All way too long yards. to yell at the ref. Finally, Chrono tags Zion in. He wipes out Wentworth, who's now been tagged in, with running strikes and an awesome-looking, like, Bronco Buster cannonball in the corner. That cannonball was sick. He got, like, way more height than I expected yeah. and just kind of, like, landed on him. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Uh, now that they're feeling themselves, Zion and Chrono basically double-team Wentworth with an atomic drop combination, uh, Shining Wizard combo. 
Except Reed doesn't want to lose this, so he basically runs into the ring, drags Wentworth back. That's a fucking name that's confused, uh, that's garbled in my mouth. Tags himself in. Crowder doesn't see this, though. So, <laughs> he gets punched in the side of the face when he goes towards the corner. What a what a what an interesting move! Just just a deck whap, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he gets dropped with like a variation of like a boss man slam, except instead of slamming him like on his back, he drops him on his face, yep. chest first. I guess the better way of putting it. And if you're wondering where Zion is during all this, he did try to stop all this happening from Chrono, but he got dropped with a cutter from Wentworth. Yep. And then they, uh, in a shocking turn of events, where. It looks like uh, Reed's going to win the match off of this. Wentworth breaks up the pin. On his own partner. Shocker. The team that was Literal shocker. I was actually, I was like, oh, damn, okay. And before he can even react to this, Wentworth puts him on his shoulders in the fireman's carry and hits him like a fireman's carry flapjack. Drags mm-hmm. Chrono's body onto Reed's. House of Spades get the win. Uh, you don't know this, Mikey, I think. Did you watch the thing happen after the match? No. Okay. The gist of this why this happened, and this would have helped if you and I had watched this other matches. Gist of it is, Reed kept leaving Wentworth high and dry in a lot of their matches, and this just pissed him off over and over again. And this match is like his boiling point, where like I guess in the middle of the match when Reed just refused to help him for like the first half of this match, and he was getting his shit kicked in. Yeah. He was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm better <laughs> right, than you. I'm over it, yeah. He bragged about how he was on like Netflix, and he actually <laughs> was on a Netflix show, funnily enough. Yeah, but most a lot of Netflix shows are bad. <laughs> uh, so then Reed gets the mic. I think he calls like Wentworth like a doo-doo head or something like that, which I assume he got called in the previous show. Classic. And, and he was like, the, no, I'm not that. And he says, I'm going to beat your ass, and they have now a street fight next match. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice little setup. Yeah. Uh, I thought this match was pretty good. I agree. It was fine. Uh, there were like two three-ish spots here in there that I thought looked, like, particularly good, but the rest of the match was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, it was all right. I, I, like, I... It wasn't super exciting, I'm not gonna lie. It was Like, very, the ending uh, was kind of a twist, but it's, like... I guess I wasn't attached to anybody enough in this match to be, like, super, like, jaw-dropped by it. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's the problem with coming to a story at, like, a fucking uh, twist in the middle of it. To just watching matches randomly, yeah. Yeah, but um, I thought this match was fine. No, there was no particularly bad botches here. The pacing was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I give this match a meh. I agree. That no. sounds about right to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad at all. Nope. All right, so why don't we move on to our next match then, which is uh, we are taking a look at where did my notes go? Ba-ba-ba. Justin Carino versus Thank AJ you. Radical at nine oh seven Pro Wrestling Academy. There they I are. thought Thank I was about you. to Thank go you, to Batista. no problem. I thought I was about to do like one of those like um fucking Coming infomercials for, the, for yeah. the credit thing. Fuck me, infomercials and no commentary. That's what this episode is right now. Flawless again, no commentary. Though there is something weird about this. I didn't know this when I picked this match about the commentary about the uh, audio. They say there's no audio, but it is there. It's just not very loud at all. Yeah, it's 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 very 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 muffled. Quiet. It's like someone like took like a pillow to this match's face and tried to smother it out, but the <laughs> match is like still getting through like the chops and stuff and is still kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I will say though the crowd loved AJ Radical. Like I can Yeah, they were very that. behind him. Very much love AJ Radical. 
And uh, they did not care for Carino or hate it. They just, he was a heel. What do we expect? Yeah, that's fair. And uh, he lived up to his heel them because right as the match started, he just got out of the ring. He <laughs> was just like, I need, a, I need a second, I need a breather, and I'm like, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, like, hold on, hold on. I need, I need, to, I need to get myself prepared. And it kind of just shows how much of a pretentious twat he's being here because when they get into the ring and they like lock up, Karina like handedly takes control of this match. With, like, stiff strikes, he puts Radical in a corner, chops the shit out of him, beats him down. Like, he very quickly asserts control over this match. Yeah, really showing off that he is overpowering Radical here by mm-hmm. a lot. Radical is able to get back into the match momentarily by quickly reacting to a fast pin with, like, one of his own after he gets knocked to the mat with a shoulder tackle. He then sticks Karino in a side headlock, but Karino gets out of it by shoving to the corner and sucker punching him in the gut. And valiantly, Radical with the crowd behind him does actually counter this by hitting Karina with a running splash in the corner, followed by a jumping clothesline and a knee drop to the face. Uh, he then knocks Karina off his feet with a spinning back elbow before toppling him out of the ring with a clothesline. If I recall correctly, the running spinning back elbow actually looked quite good. Yeah, it looked pretty decent. Good amount of height on it and momentum. So Karina is now stumbling around on the outside because he has no idea where the fuck he is. And uh, Radical takes him down a notch further by getting with an axe handle off the apron. I'm going to say this right now. That was that was a nice little axe handle. It was a nice axe handle. I don't love the axe handle. It is kind of boring looking. Like, I rarely see... Like, if there was ever a wrestler... It is boring looking, but I do appreciate a good one. It True. Like, it's rare when you get, like, one that really, like, is like, oh, shit, that was good. But, like, when you get it, it's nice. But, like, when it's not done well, it's like, oh, you dropped your fists onto his shoulder. Yeah, like, I feel Damn. like we're so, we've gotten so accustomed to, like, the crazy banana yeah, that's that's actually wrestling yeah, yeah, that yeah. it's, like, it's, like, you're just jumping off the top rope and being, like, eh, is, like, oh, great. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> nice. It feels like baby's first wrestling move, right? Yeah. So, I will say here, after this, a nice little axe handle, while Radical does throw Carino into the ring, Carino quickly recovers, fights back. And it causes them both to kind of, like, duke it out on the apron instead. And in the mm-hmm. end, Karina wins by urine-knocking Radical into the apron. Yeah, and that was dope. And he beat the fuck out of Radical in and out of the ring after this. And yeah. uh, as you would have guessed, because Radical is, like, this promotion's, I feel like, very big face, like the mega face. Uh, he valiantly fights back. He doesn't take this lying down. He gets a good shot in several times and nearly rolls Karina up a lot of the time, but, like, most of them are shot down, basically. Like, he, like, Karina, like, instantly counters or hits him back when Karina's basically gets too comfortable because he's like, oh, yeah, I got control of this match. This dude's fucking easy. Yeah. And, see, Karina, by this point, had hit uh, Radical with, like, ser- like a backdrop suplex in the middle of this, like, long sequence of him beating him up. And since it worked out so well before, why not try it again? Why well, not? Well, here's why. <laughs> thank you why thanks. not why not zach well here's well, why here's i'll why. tell you why radical lands on his feet instead of on the back of his head retreats to a corner and when karina goes after him he moves out of the way and uses that momentum to hit him with a running strike an atomic drop and then a neck breaker which was a crazy combination out of nowhere yeah. and then sensing this wouldn't be enough based on how tough karina's been for this whole match he then even hits him with an elbow drop off the top rope but it doesn't get the job done mm-hmm which he would unfortunately come to find out because Carino, after this, kneed him in the gut and then planted him into the mat with a Razor's Edge powerbomb. Which looked awesome, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it did. Carino uh, then tries to continue the assault from before by uppercutting Radical in the face, super kicking him in the face when Radical tries to counter him with an Irish whip. 
With Radical now woozy, Karino then slams him the back of his head into the bottom turnbuckle with like a roll-up. And he hits him with a Michinoku driver, but it only gets a two count. But if you'd ask Karino, you'd swear it was a three count. Swear it was an up and down. Like, swear up and down it was a three count. Because, like fucking Reed, he's yelling at the ref. And the ref's like, it was who? He's like, it was three. It it's was almost two. like it's not a good idea to argue with the referees. Yeah, Heels, come and on. If, and... To prove Mikey's point any further, as he's bickering with him, he doesn't see Radical just sneakily roll him up for a two count. You thought he was going to win, and so did I, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And when they each get up, he slams him face first into the mat. Uh, Radical, I should say, slams Carino face into the mat with a hammerlock flatline for the win. That, yeah. I can't believe, honestly, I'm, I was shocked Radical won this match. I thought he was going to win the roll up. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, classic kill. I was like, oh, he kicked up. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. There's no protecting your face on that one. You just gotta eat that to the face. What a... Just, this this one was pretty fast-paced, but then it was it was like... It was a pretty good pace, this match, I think, in general. Uh, Karina really showed off his strength. Radical was able to show off his speed really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I thought it was... I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay as well, again. Nothing crazy, though I will say, as I expected from Karina, this is their second match watching him, and the guy, he's got the moves in the ring. Yeah. And he knows definitely. how to work it. Definitely crowd has really the potential. Well. Definitely has the potential as a good as a very good like powerhouse yeah. heel. He also like he works the crowd well too. Like I was like, oh yeah, and like he's really like I mean the crowd made it easy for him too. Yeah, the crowd hated him pretty, and, pretty hard. Uh, props to Radical. Not bad at all for a solid effort. I will give it a meh. I agree. Alright, and that's our commercial. Let's go into the last match, Mikey. Yeah, the last match we are taking a look at is Victoria versus Skyler from Limitless Wrestling. Zach, what did you think about this one? I was very entertained by this match. Me as well. Uh, so, <laughs> this match is a very sports entertainment feel for for a couple of spots. Like the first yeah. spot. <laughs> Where, yeah, you can tell it's the style Victoria is mostly used to working, right? Yeah, because like right out the gate, in the middle of, I believe, like before the match even starts... Jeremy Leary, the guy who comes in with Skyler, basically, mm-hmm. cheap shots Victoria behind before the bell can even be rung, and Skyler gets like a little quick beatdown until the match can finally actually get started when Jimmy leaves the ring. Or Jeremy yeah. leaves the ring. And the whole time Jeremy's like telling her to keep beating down Victoria, but the ref's like, no, no, none of that. Match is starting. Stop. Except contrary to what you might be thinking, uh, Victoria doesn't really hurt look, look hurt at all. Just extremely pissed off. Yeah, she's like, just ring the damn bell. And further, I was like, really? Are you sure? Are you yeah. good? She's like, yes, ring it. And the moment it rings, she blasts through Skylar with a spear, grabs her by her head on the mat, slams it into the mat several times, and then, like, just straight up chokes her for a little bit. Yeah. She, Great start to this one. When she picks her up, Victoria throws her back down to the ground with a waist lock and then puts her in a fucking muda lock like, to start the match off. Victoria's not playing after that. And Skyler's like pleading for help, like, please help. Someone get me out of here. She made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Until Victoria eventually uh, breaks the hold of her own volition, which lets uh, Skyler spear her back into the corner to force her to break the hold, because I believe if I recall correctly, Victoria grabs her again as she's uh, gotten up to the, her feet. Mm-hmm. And of course, Skyler can't help herself because she's a absolutely horrendous heel. Uh, so she... <laughs> She gets a nice cheap shot to the chest on Victoria before she backs off. Like, she turns around, and <laughs> she would quickly learn why this is not a wise move that we, uh, the viewers, would know why. Because, like, you could just see Victoria's face drop the moment she does it. Like, oh, hell fucking no, you didn't just do that. Yup. 
So she turns around and just sees Victoria staring. If a look could kill, this would. <laughs> and she's like, fuck that. Runs out of the ring. Starts running away from Victoria around the ring. And the whole time she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like begging for mercy. And she goes through all of Victoria's name. Like she calls her Victoria. She calls her Lisa Marie Veron. Her actual name. Like she goes through her whole nine yards of everyone she's been called. Yeah. Pleading for mercy. Very much entertained me this. I was like, that's that's a fucking great. That's great. Sometimes you just gotta try a ball, see which one works. Yeah. Unfortunately, this do- this doesn't end the way we were all hoping, though, because uh, Victoria doesn't kick Skylar's ass. It's kind of it's quite the opposite. Uh, Jeremy, being the absolutely obnoxious heel that he is, uh, and Valor, very very obnoxious, yeah, yanks out Victoria's feet when she's uh, gets into the ring with Skylar when the rest got his back turned. So Skylar beats the shit out of her. No commentary and lots of distracted refs this week. Yeah. Thankfully, the crowd was hot, though, for this match, so I didn't actually even realize this match had no commentary until Mikey mentioned it to me before we started recording. Yeah. The crowd very much wanted Victoria to win this. Who doesn't? Um. So, yeah. Skylar beats the shit True. Victoria is awesome. So, Skylar beats the shit out of Victoria for a while, and during this time, there's, like, an awesome spot that I liked where Skylar stood on Victoria's hair and pulled up, and because Victoria got, like, a really good bridge, it looked like she was pulling her hair, like, all the whole length up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, was, it was it was gnarly looking. You're right. It looked like so. Br- that, that probably hurts so bad. Probably makes me uh, glad I don't have long hair. Really, honestly, I don't think it hurt that much. Only because she bridged so high up, so she's yeah, basically right. standing on her roots while she was just holding herself up. Not her roots, her uh, the tips. Yeesh. So after this, Skylar throws Victoria out of the ring, and of course distracts the rest so that Jeremy, our favorite valet in this episode, beats the shit out of Victoria some more. The best manager. Mm-hmm. So, following this, uh, Victoria, he throws Victoria back to the ring. She's leaning on the middle ropes to recover, so Skylar does, like, the tranquilo thing, but, like, kind of like the paint-me-like-your-French-girls-pose. Uh, <laughs> except what she does is she wraps her, like, the cross... Very good way to describe yes. it. Except she wraps her legs, like, around Victoria's neck as she does it. Very heelish. Very much enjoyed that. Like, Jeremy is below taunting because he's done stuff in the match, too. Why mm. not? I guess. Right. But Victoria very quickly, like, starts moving. So she's like, oh, that's unfortunate. You ruined my fun. Time to beat your ass some more. You ruined my fun. Time to beat your ass some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the crowd's booing her as she's beating down Victoria. Uh, she spears her into the corner. But when she goes for it again, Victoria jumps up and over her. And then basically flips her around so that she gets her against the ropes and she actually gets her in her one of her signature tarantula submission holds which is basically like a boston crab in the ropes while the opponent's like still upwards basically it's just seem it looks like it hurts so bad but it sucks that it can't win a match exactly unless it was like a no dq match very true or like an i quit match or something i still never see anyone win with that hole but i would love to see that I feel like I've seen Orton do something like that to Cena in an I Quit match. You know, I, like, like wrap him up in the ropes. Yeah, I could see that. that. That's how Cena won the submission match against uh, uh, Big Show, right? Where he wrapped him up in mm-hmm. the, he wrapped his legs up in the ropes and yeah. did the STF. My favorite win for one of those is still when Cena tied up Batista's legs with duct tape on the rope and he couldn't get out and he won by his technicality. Some people were pissed off as a kid. I was like, that's fucking ingenious. He's got a giga brain. What the fuck? But like, hey, if you can't st- if you can't stand up, you lose the match, right? Mm-hmm. All <laughs> they right. didn't say how you they didn't say how if you can't stand up, it's just if you can't stand up. Yeah, exactly. Sadly, we have to end the fun times here though, because when uh, Victoria goes hit Skylar with a senton leg drop, uh, Skylar moves out of the way, drop kicks her in the back. We're back at Skylar dominating again. Yep. Grinds Victoria down the whole time she's trash talking the crowd and her to her face. 
And eventually Victoria, like, starts to hulk up after eating a knee to the face, but gets, gets cut short when Skylar Pele kicks her in the side of the head. Uh, it doesn't Skylar, get her the win. Skylar was getting in some nice shots this match. It doesn't get her the win, but again, another theme. Boy, howdy, does it get her pissed off, and she starts to, like, throw a tantrum when this doesn't get her the win. Yeah. That's, the, that's two themes we've got running through this match, or through these uh, episodes. So... Except, whereas the other heels argue with the refs, Skylar instead gets right up in Victoria's face, calls her, like, garbage. You're not even worth my time in the ring. You're old and bad or whatever, basically. I was like, wow, tell her how you really feel. You're old and bad. Then mm-hmm. she Irish whips Victoria. Uh, she Irish whips her, but she gets caught off guard because Victoria takes her down with a swinging face buster instead. They're both down but not out at this point, and after a bit, they both get to their feet. And in a return to earlier in the match, Victoria starts to dominate with back-to-back strikes, then hits Skyler with the spider's web, or a fireman's carry into a swinging sidewalk slam. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this was a signature move, but I had to look it up just to make sure, because I couldn't figure out what to call this, and I was like, she must have done this in WWE at one point, and she this did. Has, this, this has to have been something, yeah. It's not enough to win the match, it's though. It's the win- Oh, sorry. Never no, mind. I, we're I, almost we there. We didn't get there yet, yeah. We're almost there. Tana's won the match, though, so Victoria goes for a moonsault, and while it looked great, Skylar moved out of the way, and she flat-out lands face from the mat and then gets locked in a Muda lock. Yeah, that was rough. Stubbornly, Victoria claws away the bottom rope, and, like, the whole time, because Skylar's face is right next to her, she's just, like, saying, like, no, please, no, God, come on, just tap, please! And Victoria just kept saying, no, no! Grabs the rope, and she's like, God fucking damn it! So... Victoria gets to her feet, and surprisingly, she actually gets Skylar in position for the Widow's Peak, like, just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Jeremy, because he's the fucking best manager in the business, baby, gets involved again. This should have been a DQ right here. I 100%. know we didn't technically touch Victoria, but still. He literally gets right in the ring. Pulls literally Skylar right, down yeah, right? Like, right uh. off of Victoria's shoulders. And at this point, Victoria's me and Mike, she's like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Super kicks him in the face, and Jeremy sells it like she just, cl- like, knocked his lights out. Mm-hmm. Drops he like was, a sack He was potatoes. out. Yeah, he was done. So the ref, and the ref goes to check him. I'm like, ref, who gives a fuck about the manager? Fuck him. Match is over. <laughs> oh, I should, go, I should go check on this guy who's been interfering this whole I, time. I, I that I should have kicked out of ringside a half hour ago. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, always, like, I understand the rest like, want to keep the well-being of the wrestlers, but at the same time, I'm like, why would you give a fuck about the manager right now? Like, I know you want to care for everyone in the ring, but like, they're not in the match. Doc Samson yeah, right? will get them on the outside. The doctor Doc will get Samson. them. Doc Samson! Leave it to them. They'll figure it out. Focus on the match. God damn it. Anyway. The medical team will take care of them. I'm annoyed. Be this because it happened. I this doesn't mind me as much, but unfortunately, it's gonna ignore it. It annoys Victoria a lot because Skylar gets a pair of brass knuckles and clocks her in the jaw, knocks her out, and pins her. And when the ref turns around, he sees this. He's like, "Oh well, one, two, three. Yep. And, and crowd Skylar wins. Boo! Fuck this! What the fuck? Everyone's like, this is so much bullshit. They get up. Skylar's like, handshake, handshake, and Victoria's like, yeah. No, fuck you. Get hit with the Widow's Peak. She fucking deserves it, man. And After I was like, fucking, her manager kept getting involved all match. I literally, no. oh, I just wanted to see a Widow's Peak, and I got to see it. Uh, I thought this match was... <laughs> Batista satisfied. I was satisfied. I was like, she didn't win, but I'm glad she puts one over, and I got to see the Widow's Peak. And I got to see Jeremy get kicked in the face, so I'm pretty happy. Fair enough. Uh, I thought this match was very entertaining. The heels both of them did a very good job being like extra scumbagish is what i put down here like scumbaggery was off the charts for this match and it was it really made the crowd want to see victoria win 
mm-hmm. which made the pop for when she hit the Widow's Peak really loud. Probably in louder if she actually won the match. And Victoria Probably. did a good get up. I mean, I expect none less for Victoria to do a solid job in the ring, yeah. making Skylar look good. Victoria is an absolute legend. I liked a lot of this match. I liked like, and I'll think about it. Like Skylar had really good facial expressions throughout this match. Did a really good job of just playing up the crowd. Uh, I will actually give this match a high met because while I think the match itself was fine, I thought that the some of the spots added in or sprinkled in with the crowd made it much more entertaining than the other ones. I agree. I like high met for this one. It was solid. The wrestling was good, um, and it was just a fun, like you said, it was just a fun match to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, that wraps it up for our matches this week. Why don't Hell we give yeah. a little preview of what we got coming next week? Oh, baby. Uh, I think you got the majority of the matches, so I'll go first. Uh, I found two women who I've never heard of yeah. at a promotion we've done once, which I believe it is Coastal Championship Wrestling, but I'm going to do this just in case, just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for once in my life, I actually got a name right off the top of my head. <laughs> Proud of you. I, I'm on a roll today. I have Jesse Elabon versus, uh, I think it's Mila Moore. Mila? Mila, Mila, I can't Either count. way. Mila Moore, Mila Moore, I'm sorry if I fucked your name up. From, I'll get it. I will get it right for next week's recording. I promise yes. you that. From what, From which promotion? Coastal Championship Wrestling, CCW. And I brought to the table Stallion Rogers versus El Cobador, or Co- Cobadre. Co- Cobardre? Yeah. Stallion Rogers versus El Cobard- Cobarde. Cobarde. Oh, El Cobarde. Stallion Rogers versus El Cobarde from PWL Pro Wrestling Legacy, Good our friends over in Texas. And enjoy wrestling. We got Bussy taking on the runway in the uh, the first ma- the first uh, first matchup in the um, Enjoy Wrestling Tag Team Tag Team Cup. Ooh. I don't think I've actually ever heard of the runway. Well, oh I, I'm excited to find out uh, this episode. I opened up my YouTube video, and if they're the guys on the screen, this is going to be a very entertaining match. I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, hey. That's why I picked it. I was excited for it. I am in agreement with your pick. We shall see. Yeah. All right. Well, that is everything for next week. You have heard our thoughts on our matches this week. That just leaves us with the plugs. Remember to go subscribe to the Countout Patreon. Uh, if you subscribe to the Count Patreon, you can get a ton of exclusive content for for o- your ears only. And anyone who subscribes to the network, you can get stuff like exclusive audios, exclusive audios like our D and D podcast, uh, cl- our D and D podcast, Can't Trips and Clotheslines, uh, where me, me, Zach, Ryan, Nightsey, Ashley Rose are DM'd by Jared, uh, and he takes us through uh, an adventure, an adventure in. Um, a D and D actual play podcast that we love. Uh, so go check that out. And so subscribe to the Patreon to get access to that. And also if you subscribe to the Patreon, you can get access to stuff like a monthly Jackbox game night with the count out family uh, and a bunch of other cool perks over there. Go check out our new T public store as well. You can check out count, uh, count outs, new T public store where you can buy all of our, Merch. If you go to tpublic.com and type in Countout Network, you can find all different types of designs, uh, such as you can, we have an Indie Water shirt, the Geo Dose and Feth shirt, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling shirt, Ring Post Radio shirt, Okada Short shirt, all kinds of fun stuff over over on that network, over over on T Public. So go get your merch over there as well. And you can follow the Countout Network on Twitter at Countout Pod, or you can follow Indie Waters on Twitter at Indie Waters if you want to keep up on our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. 
Uh, and you can go like it, like Countout Network on Facebook, uh, Countout Wrestling Podcast Network, and subscribe to us on YouTube under the same name to go see some of our video content. I believe, and go leave us a five star review anywhere you can on any podcast platform that you can. We would really appreciate it. Uh, I believe that about does it for the. Oh, go join the Discord. I always forget about the Discord. Go join the <laughs> Discord. Uh, the link is the link uh, is in the description down below this episode. So go jo- join the Discord, be a part of the community, and uh, hang out with us when we watch wrestling. We we really appreciate you being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think that about wraps it up for the plug. Zach, you got anything? Nope. Didn't think so. So that just leaves me one thing left to say, and that is to remember: there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows